0: You are listening to Talking Impact Investing Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Matej Suchetz. Today's episode is brought to you by the Business Department of Rollins College. In this podcast, you will hear unique insights from the industry leaders and upcoming stars on various topics, from sustainability to social responsibility. Impact-driven entrepreneurs and investors on this show will help you expand your knowledge on modern ESG practices and impact investing. Are you ready? Without further ado, let's dive in the episode. Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to Talking Impact Investing Podcast and I'm super excited for today because I'm joined by Rob Panapinto, who's president of Loning Strategies that provides uh, strategic consulting and investment capital for social enterprises. He's CEO of Entrepreneurs in Actions that manage a social enterprise fund and a founder of Rally, a social enterprise accelerator in Orlando that connects entrepreneurs with mentors and resources. Rob, glad to have you here. Welcome.
1: Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: To begin, I'd like to open um, and ask you, how do you define socially responsible investing?
1: So I I can tell you, uh, I mean, so let me broaden it a a little bit um, because social enterprise in itself has a lot of different meanings i i will tell you from a for how rally looks at things we are looking at businesses that have sustainable revenue models that also have a very real and measurable social impact and so when our the our fund which invests in some of the companies that come through rally uh, looks through a filter we really try to look through that that same filter so it creates actually an extra burden. So if, for example, you're a company that's giving away a percentage of your profits to a cause, we love that. We applaud that. Um, and and that's good corporate social responsibility. But we don't necessarily, we would not view that as a social enterprise in terms of the filter upon which we want to invest. We want to invest in businesses that the core of what they're doing is impacting is impacting a social issue. So for us, that's the that's the distinction, and and certainly on a broader scale, when people think about social impact investing, sometimes it's you know in certain industries, environmental causes. Um, we're looking at at our investments, which are much earlier stage, really in the context of the business itself and the impact it makes directly on an issue.
0: I think that's a good insight. I'd like to ask you, how did you find a passion in this? Uh, could, could you give us more details about your background?
1: Yeah. I, I think it's an evolution, it's, it's an evolution. And um, I am, I am one of those people that absolutely believe that businesses can, should be, and largely are sources of, of, of good in, in communities. Um, and I, and I particularly think that's true of, of entrepreneurs and and both small, you know, small mainstream entrepreneurs and also scalable entrepreneurs. And I probably didn't realize it at the time, but I think I learned that because that's the environment I grew up in. So my stepdad was a typical Main Street op- entrepreneur. He owned a couple of small independent pharmacies where I grew up in Brooklyn, and I worked there a lot when I was a kid. And I um, uh, pharmacies and healthcare was very different, very different back then. Not everyone had health insurance, and so, you know, I'd see him if someone needed medicine for their their kid and not be able to afford it till their paycheck came in. Work with them to make sure that happened. I, I know that he hired a lot of the neighborhood kids to be part of the business, so he was he was active as uh, in the community, and sure, it, it certainly helped the business. Um, but I know he felt a responsibility to the fabric of, of the community that we did, which was in a which was in a tough you know a tough uh, underserved uh, community for sure. And frankly, that's been my experience in all of the organizations that I've been uh, I've been part of, which again have largely been in I've always been in entrepreneurial companies, other than up, up until the point my company was acquired by a public by a public company. So I've always had that at my uh, at my core. And after I uh, after we we sold our uh, our business and I left the company, um, I was really attracted very much to supporting entrepreneurship, particularly in Orlando, which really needs to diversify its economy and 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 grow. And in that in that context, I started to get exposed to social enterprises. And for me, when I really understood what they were trying to do, to me it was that became sort of the next level, or the epitome of this concept of business as a source as a source for good. Because again, the business itself is solving the issue, not by the, the fact of job creation, uh, uh, investing in philanthropy, being a good corporate citizen. All of whom, all of which is very very important, and obviously I support. But again, just in the context of what they did, so I, I became um, an advisor to a, a local company here called Clean the World, which is a usually impactful and successful social enterprise. And I and I was helping them at the time. They were really thinking about how their for profit and their not for profit sat together, and that really got me heavily uh, uh, interested in that in that model. That led to me. Um, I was. Uh, was and still am on the board of the Central Florida Foundation, which is our local community foundation. That led me to help form an initiative, the original Entrepreneurs in Action, where I put together a group of, of serial entrepreneurs and business leaders. And we were helping nonprofits through consulting efforts decide whether they had sustainable revenue models that would pull them off of, off of philanthropy. That ultimately got me involved with another, uh, another initiative at the time called Rally Makers, uh, started by a great social entrepreneur, and now my partner, Ben Hoyer. Who was helping uh, social enterprises at the grass at the grassroots, and and collectively we saw we were doing some good things together separately, but collectively we could have a lot more impact. And that's ultimately when we formed Rally and, and when Rollins College Rollins College became a big part of that, the Central Florida Foundation, the city, the city of Orlando. So it's been kind of an evolution for me and how I've got involved in in impact and social enterprise. But at the other day, I think it 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 just came from this core or belief on the power that a business can and should have in its, in its community. So it's good. And by the way, I know sometimes that's not a popular thing. It's very easy to bash to bash businesses, particularly particularly big businesses. Um, but again, I think by and large businesses, uh, the business community is, is a huge source of good.
0: Talking about Rally, could you tell us more about the, the whole program, how it first started, but, but now what are the opportunities first for entrepreneurs? And, and I know you have a mentorship program, if, if you could yeah. speak of that as well.
1: Yeah, happy to. So, so again, it really started as the merger between Entrepreneurs in Action and, and this Rallymakers, Rallymakers program. Um, and again, I will say Rollins was a, was a very big part of that because Rollins added a lot. Of, we knew we wanted to be tied to a, a college or a university and, and Rollins work in social enterprise the fact they've got an undergrad degree in social enterprise, the fact that, that social entrepreneurship is part of basically every entrepreneurship focus that they, they have their work with, with Ashoka, that was a perfect, it was the perfect partner with us and, and obviously still is our, is our partner. So today, um, and in fact, just last week, we ended our summer 2020 cohort and closed applications for our winter 2021 cohort, which I believe, by the way, received the most applications out of any cohort we've had to date. This would be our seventh, our seventh cohort. So we run two four-month accelerator programs a year. It started locally. It started where all of the companies were from Central Florida. But over time, it's, uh, we attract as many national and international companies as we do uh, in our backyard. And we always try to walk this balance between supporting the growth of social entrepreneurship in Central Florida, and Orlando, with supporting social enterprise and entrepreneurship across, across the globe. But essentially, it's a four-month uh, it's a four-month accelerator program, where uh, we have some some very specific curriculum and program that we've developed. We've developed a, a social version of the the lean business model canvas, um, which is used in a lot of early-stage entrepreneurial programs, and then we also focus on something called the theory of change, which really helps them refine the social impact of of the business. And early on, we really help the companies define what it is. They need to accomplish in this four months through those two through those two initiatives, and then the the staff manages through them that, through that process. And then we also pair them with mentors who are our rally, who we call our rally makers now, um, who are meeting with them a couple of times a month. That four months ends in a uh, a showcase, uh, which we used to do in person. Right now we're doing virtually. I'm I'm hoping this will be the last time we do it purely virtually, and we get back to uh, being in person being in person it's Actually it's actually next week, where the companies get to present to a group of um, potential partners, investors, um, interested interested parties um, on, on uh, what they've done over the four months and and what they need. And in some cases, it's capital. Uh, in some cases, it's introduction to clients. In some cases, it's different different types of partnerships. We work with both for-profits and not-for-profits, which makes it pretty interesting. Um, we're agnostic, the structure as long as you, you have a sustainable, sustainable revenue model. Um, so they'll, they'll present and um, alongside of that, the EIA social enterprise fund that we launched, will take a look at those companies and we'll invite some of them in to also then present to our, uh, our investment committee for a potential investment. We actually last week um, just about finalized our fourth investment through the fund um, three of which have come through the rally, uh, the rally program. We've invested in uh, Omnimodal, which is a mobile transportation technology company. EchoSpheres, which is actually comes out of a Rollins partnership program with NASA, um, a technology to clean uh, in a more effective way PCB polluted uh, waterways. Uh, and the third one uh, uh, is a company called Squiggle Park, um, which has a a, a a reading a reading platform. Uh, more of a gamified reading platform to to broaden, uh,
0: increase reading
1: and, and uh, broaden, broaden education.
0: That's amazing. That the, some of the solutions that you mentioned really changing the world. Um, what would be some of the problems that in general you're trying to solve uh, or looking for companies to solve here uh, for the communities in Orlando?
1: Yeah, and again, we're a little unique because there are other accelerators Uh, focus on social enterprises where they may be environmentally focused or they may just be water focused um, or they may be very just focused in their own backyard. We, again, we try to create a broader, a broader path, but certainly there are some, there are some categories that many of these companies fit into. Environmental issues are definitely one of them. and, And I would say there are probably one or two companies inside of every rally cohort that are either again, as as big and global as as Echo Spears is in trying to clean water. And that that company's done amazing. They have now participated in accelerators throughout the world. They're working on projects in Hawaii, in Australia, and in in the US, and in Europe, um, to folks that are looking to improve recycling in our backyard here in in, in Central Florida. So there's definitely a strong environmental play. Um, A lot of work around around education and particularly trying to find ways to bring education to populations that uh, are under underserved in the current in the current system. Um, a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of work uh, increasingly uh, over some of the inequality issues that we that we have, whether they're in entrepreneurship, whether they're in financial, uh, financial literacy, uh, whether they're in helping kids get, you know, helping students more easily get into college. Um, but they sort of fit under that broader banner. Um, and then in some cases, it's still a more mature nonprofit that is just trying to figure out a way to transition themselves away from being solely reliant on charitable and philanthropic, philanthropic giving. So again, it's a little bit broad, but we, I, I could guarantee with almost every cohort or it's only in every application, we're going to get someone who's looking at inequality, some folks who are looking at the environment, some folks that are looking, some folks that are looking at education.
0: Perfect. What are you looking for as an investor in terms of, let's say, financials, in terms of the idea, in terms of the yeah. team that, that is presenting? What are the things that are most important to you?
1: Yeah. So, you know, look, some of it, some of it is no different than how you'd look at any other early stage investment, right? So it's, it's the size of the market and the opportunity. It's the unique differentiator of the the solution or the the technology. And certainly it's often about the you know, the team, the team that's in place and their vision. Listen, make no bones about it. When we started this fund, part of the reason that we started the fund is we didn't see a lot of early stage funds focused on in, on early stage social enterprises. In fact, most impact investing is is much bigger, broader, right? A lot of bigger, broader strategies. It's big portfolio allocations around investing in companies that have, um, you know, strong corporate social responsibility programs or have an environmental focus or, or uh, following the UN you know the UN protocols and we really wanted to focus on those early stage on those early stage companies and and we wanted to prove that these companies could generate a positive return for investors while also doing good so I, this is not a philanthropic fund we are looking to generate a return on it So in that score, we are definitely looking for the things you would look at in any other early stage, any other early stage company, but the, the social impact and your ability to measure it in the business itself absolutely has to be clear. Um, As I said earlier, if you come to us and say, we're running this technology company, and we're going to give 10% of our profits to X charity, the fund is not, is not going to look for you, look, look, look at you at all. Um, from a consideration standpoint so we have to really walk that we have to really walk that balance are we um are we sacrificing return um perhaps around the fringes but i will tell you i i think the investments that we have made um, i'm highly comfortable both with the impact that they will make and the the potential financial financial return because they're solving big they're solving big problems um, and I think they will be rewarded for solving for solving big, big products, big pro- uh, problems in a very sustainable, in a very sustainable way. So, and it's, and, and it's hard what I, the real magic in a social entrepreneur is their ability to understand how synergistic the effective running of the business and their mission are. And that's hard for some of these entrepreneurs because they tend to. Only when they come into rally, you'll find that their focus is either they're very they're very strong on the business side or very strong on the social side. Hopefully, we try to get them to work uh, to work together. When it becomes intuitive, um, and and Sean Seifler, the CEO of Clean the World, is a perfect example of that. And I've sort of seen that you know I've seen that transition with him having been involved with them. Conform- he now clearly understands how the given pull between those two things work together in a way that both when the company grows and expands, it benefits his employees, it benefits his company, it benefits any investors or shareholders, but it also benefits the mission. Ben Hoyer, who runs who runs Rally, um, but also runs Credo Coffee, the same thing, it becomes very intuitive. And that to some extent is the magic, the added magic we look for from an investor standpoint, because otherwise then you may be sacrificing return or you may be sacrificing mission. Um, And it's hard because it takes a very evolved, very sophisticated, very self-aware early stage entrepreneur, um, which is why investing in early stage investing is difficult to begin with. And there's no doubt this creates more of a challenge uh, than, than other types of early stage investment. But Russ, obviously it's, Rewarding
0: to do it. Awesome! Really great insights. Um, previously, we we're talking about that you consult and invest uh, in nonprofits and for profits. What would be the biggest differences uh, compared to the, to, to the two?
1: Well, the nonprofits really are not investments. They're starting out equity investments. So they're structured as as um, large. They could be debt, but they're largely philanthropic grants. But they're a grant just to be seed capital to get the business to its sustainability. Um, so, so it's really around someone having a really strong business plan in a nonprofit environment, and maybe they need X numbers of dollars to be that early seed capital to get them to sustainability. And so that's the difference, right? We have no expectation of return. It is philanthropic. There's a, we have a, rally has a philanthropic fund that sits at the Central Florida Foundation that will give grants to non, to these nonprofits. We've done that. We've done that twice uh, at uh, at rally uh, so far, where two of the nonprofits have have gotten have gotten grants. Um, again, the key factor there is it's a bridge. It's it's meant to be a bridge to them to being sus- being sustainable because that's obviously the what we're trying to get them to.
0: Awesome, Um, I'm really curious to to hear from you. What do you see in the future in regards to social responsible investing or just like corporate social responsibility? uh, First here in our community in Orlando, Florida, and then also globally?
1: Well, I think Orlando um, is a a community that already is is very much aligned around social enterprise, corporate social responsibility. uh, and I think that's part of the reason we've been able to grow Rally Rally here as successfully as we have, because I think that increasingly people view Central Florida as a, as a hub for social enterprise. Industry. There are many, there are actually multiple, several uh, successful social enter- enterprises in our, in our community. Uh, and I, and I mm-hmm. think part of the reason is there are a couple of ingredients that, that drive it. One, we're a young community. And, you know, you've seen, you've seen the studies, increasingly it is the younger generations that are really focused on working with businesses um, that are corporately, socially responsible. Um, Again, in whatever that, in, in, in whatever that, in whatever that means. So, so that creates a population here that is going to be attracted to those types of businesses. Also, we're, we're a, we're a collaborative community. We're still a young enough community in our structures, in our government structures, in our nonprofit structures, in our in our business structure that, you know, you don't have to be the great grandson of somebody to to get engaged in the community. So it's easy it's easy to collaborate. And social enterprise in particular often needs cooperation, interaction between the business sector, the government sector, and the nonprofit sector. And so it's very easy in this community to make these things happen. The, the city of Orlando has been a supporter, for example, of Rally since the very beginning. And, and I think, and, and not all of our companies come from the city of Orlando proper. I mean, we're technically headquartered out of, out of Rollins College in Winter Park, right? Which is not part of the city of Orlando, although part of Central Florida. And, and I think that that the city though, and the mayor and his staff, I think, always really bought into this this concept that business can really help propel our community forward. Omnimodal, for example, the first company was in our first rally cohort. And and, um, as I mentioned, our fund makes an investment in the city of Orlando was one of their first clients. And the city uh, and other local jurisdictions uh, have been wonderful. The county, Orange County has been very helpful as well in terms of working with the companies inside of, inside of Rally um, to see how they can help some of these social enterprises grow and how they can help solve some of their problems. We did, a, we did an event outside of our accelerator uh, programs about a year ago, for example, where affordable housing is a huge issue in our community. It's one I'm, I'm very passionately involved in and some other things that I'm doing. And we worked with the city of Orlando and used it as an opportunity for our rally makers actually to come together and work with city staff around what would be some innovative innovative solutions um, to address affordable affordable housing. We came up with several things that that hopefully we're, we'll be able to move to move forward. So so I think Central Florida has already kind of kind of drinks the Kool Aid um and has all of the ingredients around why social impact and social enterprise would be successful in this in this community and i think that's why we have some wonderful mentors who are involved in the program i think that's why we attract uh, companies not just from our own backyard but from other parts of the state country and and world more globally look you, you know you you see the momentum around businesses like this the growth of the growth of b corps um um the push of large companies around being much more specific around what their corporate social responsibility uh, goals goals are, the alignment around a lot of the United Nations initiatives. Um, so I don't I don't see anything to change that trend, and certainly nothing in the last year as we think about COVID and some of the racial issues that we that we we face. Um, the macro things that are happening in our community, in our country and in our world are uh, again, driving business towards that. And and as I opened earlier, I think I'm glad business is involved in those things because I I think that innovation comes from the private sector. So I want the private sector involved in some of these conversations, standing alongside government and the nonprofit, nonprofit sector. Because in my mind, I think to solve the big problems, you need all three of those around the table and the business community can really drive innovation in a very different way than government and uh, the nonprofit community have in and of themselves.
0: I'd like to finish with that. I heard you said somewhere that it is important to make a difference for the world where we, our kids, our grandkids are gonna live in uh, with business. Could you just finish with with that thought and, and what that means to you yeah, personally?
1: It- so it comes from just a very selfish thing, uh, the very selfish thing of that I have two daughters, one who's 19 and is up in college in Boston right now. Uh, and the other is a 17 year old uh, girl who's who's a junior. Um, part of it is I, I just want them to see Orlando as a community that they want to they see as a place that they want to build their careers you know, raise their you know, hopefully build families and raise their children and, and get make an impact and make an impact on their on their community. So I definitely think that that, um, that, type, that type of impact starts, starts at home. And I will say one of the things we try to do at Rally around that point, especially as we've started to attract companies from all over the world, in every Rally cohort, we always make sure that there is someone, an entrepreneur who, who is only, and I say only, trying to solve a problem in, their, in, their, in the backyard of Central Florida. And I think we will always we will always do that, um, because again, if you think about the previous question that you you asked me about how do you make a community better, and to me it's about how does this very young, very exciting, promising community hit the potential of what I think it should be. To me, entrepreneurship and social entrepreneurship is 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 just is just part of that. Um, so anything that we can do um, it's only where I try to put a lot of my time anything I can do to foster that growth and support that growth whether it's through rally or some of the other things I'm involved in um, either from a volunteer standpoint or an investor standpoint um, I'm, I'm very I'm very excited about because I do think it starts in your own in your own community and, and you look at some of the pain that different communities in this this country have gone through this year and the differences of and, and to some extent, you know, Orlando's weathered that storm well. We've, we've, we've had some tough conversations and I think we'll continue to have some tough conversations, but I do think this is a community, again, that wants to collaboratively to work together to make it a better place for all of us. That's a good thing. And if you start here, then obviously you can take that, you can take that more, more, more broadly.
0: Perfect. I think we're out of time right now. So I'd like to take a moment to thank you for joining us today. Thank you for everything that you're doing for our community here in Orlando. Everything has an impact on our community and society. And I really appreciate that. And thank you one, one more time for joining, talking Impact Investing. Well,
1: it's a, listen, it's my pleasure. This community has been wonderful to me. So again, I think it's a respo- it, it, it's a responsibility to hopefully stay engaged, stay engaged with it. And and again, um, collaboratively work across all of us to make this this a better place.
0: Thank you for staying with us until the very end. You can stay up to date with the upcoming episodes by subscribing. And if you found any useful information, feel free to leave a five-star review and follow Talking Impact Investing podcast on social media.